Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. This Week in the State Line is on. I'm Steve Summers being joined by, I want to say, State Line Legendary. Would that be appropriate for Coach Mike Winters? Would that be okay if I called you the legendary Mike Winters? Wow, I'll take it. It's it's flattering. I'm not sure it's appropriate, but uh, we'll roll with that. All right. Uh, Harlem Boys basketball coach and now an author as well. Mike Winters has been on the uh, number one uh, writing book for uh, a book that you kind of comes just from the heart for you. It's called The Journey, Lessons from the Hardwood. Uh, first of all, what motivated you to write a book? You know, I, I've always loved uh, helping young coaches and just coaching coaches in general. Like speaking at coaches clinics is one of my favorite things over the years. So when the season didn't start last November, it just kind of made sense to sit down and, and use that time for something a little more beneficial. Maybe hopefully it'll help some other people out. And uh, I think it's really designed for anybody in a leadership role, honestly. If you uh, serve in a leadership role in any way, shape, or form, I think there's a lot you can take away from it. And it's very cool to have a number one bestseller marked to your book. That's got to just blow your mind. But you did it right. You took, I want to say, a niche. Instead of just writing a love novel that anybody and everybody, you kind of took an area and you really (laughs) honed in on it and you controlled that area. Yeah, and I tried to, you know, I tried to make it a little bit more of a hybrid. I think it's it's something that where part of the book is is certainly geared towards coaches, specifically basketball coaches, but some of it was also to preserve our local history. You know, I've been fortunate enough to coach some some really good teams, and I know we have some some just some huge high school basketball fans in the area that'll enjoy that part of it as well. So this book called The Journey, Lessons from the Hardwood, and I'll tell you how to grab it here in just a couple of minutes as well, but I guess some of the lessons that you use for the coaches can actually be applied to anyone in the community for life on a daily basis. I think so. I think we're so results-driven in society, and, and you know, certainly there's something to that. Um, but we, we tend to forget to slow down and enjoy the day-to-day relationships. Uh, you know, those are the things that really are sustaining when you're in those team situations, whether it be in the business world or, or high school basketball team or whatever it is. I think ultimately, you know, what people take away is it's not the wins and losses. It's it's the relationships, and sometimes we get we just we don't slow down and appreciate those things. So I think that's a big part of coaching, but it's a big part of leadership in general. So is this not just for basketball? Could you apply this to say if you're a soccer coach or if you're a baseball coach or anything? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of life lessons in it. I think uh, all of us coaches are, are trying to teach life lessons every bit as much as we're trying to teach our game. And I tried to to make that a major focus of the book. Um, certainly, I use basketball examples, but I think you know one of the things I say in the book is that there's a reason why the business world has always studied coaches, and coaches have always studied the business world. It just it meshes really well. We're both we're both building teams, and uh, you know we just have a different arena to do it in. So when you look at the Amazon hot new releases and you're right up there with Steve Kerr of Golden State Warriors, you got to be like, wow. Yeah. He wrote a book. He wrote a book. That was pretty cool. That was pretty surreal in the first week or so. It was right up there with Steve Kerr and Phil Jackson. And it's, it's bounced around a lot. I think it's dipped a little bit right now. But, um, you know, we were listed as the number one new release uh, in, in basketball and in coaching for, I think, two or three different times in the last week or last month or so. So. Yeah, it's pretty humbling. It's it's uh, it, it's cool to see, and it's uh, it's it's cool to see the reviews starting to pop up and people saying that the book is helping them. That's that was really the main goal. All right, so they're available for purchase on the internet, and what about twenty five dollars? I would imagine. Yeah, the hardcover copy is twenty five. You can do a digital download for most sites. Have it for eighteen ninety nine. I think for a digital download, um, you can get it at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, CoachWinners.com. You can get a signed copy there if that interests you at all. Um, 
not sure if that increases the value or decreases the value <laughs> of it, but it's available. And uh, so, yeah, and, and there's a lot of other platforms that have it as well. I'm just not real familiar with all the e-reader platforms, but it's out there. Barnesandnoble.com, CoachWinters.com, you said, and probably Amazon.com, too. This would be a great Christmas gift. For anyone who really likes basketball or has a you know desire to go into coaching, yeah, I think so. I think again the the coaching side of it. I think some some young coaches maybe don't understand the commitment level. So I try to talk a lot about just the sacrifices my family makes all the time. You know they're tiptoeing around here right now, so you and I can do this. So it's it, there's always a sacrifice that the family's going to make to uh, to coach, but it's. Uh, you know, if your family's all in, it can be a really awesome experience. So we're talking to Coach Mike Winters of the Harlem Boys basketball team, but you've coached other teams, and how long have you been coaching? Well, this will be year 26 coming up. Um, so I, I started, and I was an assistant coach when I was 19, coaching 17, 18-year-olds at the varsity level with my old high school coach at Harriman at Jefferson. So it's it's been a it's been a long ride already. So I can see where you have a lot of anecdotes and a lot of truths to share in your book because you've lived it. You were just talking about how you hope the book helps out younger coaches. You started that way. Yeah, one of the things I always say is, you know, I wish I had known all this stuff 27 years ago when I kicked this thing off. And, um, you know, there's there, there just wasn't really – I went to a lot of coaches' clinics. And I learned a lot from a lot of different people, but there wasn't really one guidebook that I could flip through and, and, and just learn a lot of these things. It just You just learn it through experience, as you know. That's the way life goes a lot of times. So anything we can get to help us prepare for that is, is helpful. So what is your overall record in your career? I'm sure you know. <laughs> oh, I, I can give you, I, I, I know the wins. It's 357 wins, I think 164 losses. Um, maybe off on that one a little bit. But it's, you know, I've been fortunate. We've had some some great talent, uh, some really good teams, obviously. And, and uh, my, my whole goal has been to try not to screw that up. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that would love that kind of record that you just announced. So, all right, so get the book. It's called The Journey. Um, but stories from the hardwood, lessons, lessons from the hardwood, yep. the journey lessons from the hardwood, and it's available at barnesandnoble.com. Is it available at the actual Barnes and Noble store? I'm sure you went there. We're working on that. I actually, I actually was just in there the other day and we're working on that, um, waiting on a phone call back for them, but they are trying to get it in stock now. How cool would that be to have it in your local bookstore here in town and also at coachwinters.com. Thank you uh, for the few moments of your time this morning and uh, good luck on the book. Uh, when you become big and famous, just you know, be sure to drop our name somewhere along the line. <laughs> I'm, just try- I'm just trying to catch up to you, Steve. I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. It's Coach Mike Winters. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. 
And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. This weekend, the state line is on. I am Steve Summers, joined by Todd Ruber, who is the branch manager at the Northern Illinois Food Bank. Good morning, Todd. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Steve, uh, on this uh, beautiful day, and uh, excited to talk to you about Hunger Action Month. That's right. Hunger Action Month, which is September, but technically it could be every single month, right? Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, throughout the year, we can, uh, you know, there's always uh, families out there that are in, in need of food, and uh, uh, that's why we're here. You know, we uh, we want to take the month of September to make sure uh, bring an additional awareness to to that need and uh, within the communities we support. Which is awesome. So now I understand that with Hunger Action Awareness Month, you're all looking for volunteers to help pack up boxes, which you supply to other soup kitchens and other networks. Yeah. So a little more uh, in uh, detail on that. Uh, not only in, in September we're we looking for additional volunteers, but we're always looking for that additional help. We have a great uh, uh, individuals and corporations and, and service organizations in our community that support us, uh, but there, we can always use uh, additional support. For example, here in Rockford, 
we have throughout the week a total of eight different uh, volunteer opportunities at our Rockford branch, and uh, we're always looking for additional help to support that. And those projects uh, that the volunteers do not only could be packing boxes, we have our Winnebago Community Market on site here, which serves directly to the public. We're always looking for individuals to help us, uh, uh, you know, support in those distributions to, uh, uh, you know, what it be right now because we're still doing a drive up because the pandemic threw everything uh, out of whack for us. So we're we're doing a drive up still, and uh, so literally today alone, we uh, had packed up some cars and. Uh, uh, loaded them up and, uh, you know, taking care of the need for, for those uh, neighbors that are hungry. Now, I noticed you brought up that pandemic, which obviously has created more of a need for assistance than ever before, too, I bet. Yeah, yeah as, you know, you're aware that, uh, you know, that pandemic hit and, you know, a lot of people were uh, had lost their jobs or furloughed or, you know, places shut down. And so for many different reasons, you know, the uh, the need for food was out there. And uh, so that 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 need, uh, you know, was a call to action for us. We, uh, we had to react qu- uh, very quickly in a lot of different fronts. And, you know, when it first hit, you know, this was new to us. So we, uh, we learned as we went along. We, uh, I'm thankful I work for an organization that is great, uh, that they can, you know, uh, turn a freight liner on a dime. And that's what we had to do on many occasions. And we, we had to transition our Winnebago community market here, for example, to uh, a drive-up model, just from a social distancing and uh, making sure we're, we're, we're responsible and making sure that uh, uh, we're controlling, uh, you know, the pandemic as best we can. So we started that pandemic, you know, March of last year, and it's continuing up till now, and we're still uh, running with that model. And uh, so, yeah, those that are that uh, need help, um, you know, definitely there's multiple ways for them to get that food. For example, not only us here at the Winnebago Community Market here in Rockford at our Rockford branch, you know, we have um, many pantries in the area. For example, we have 13 counties we serve. And through those counties, we have over, we have about 900 food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters, youth and senior feeding programs that are there to help uh, uh, feed our neighbors. So, you know, we, we have that great partnership with uh, uh, all in Northern Illinois, and uh, a lot of great partners out there that help us get the food to those in need. Uh, one other thing I'd like to mention is, you know, over the past year and a half, we had some great partnership with uh, the Emergency Operations Center here in Winnebago County, which is the old Circuit City out on State Street, and we've had uh, several distributions on Saturdays out there where, um, you know, at our peak, we had, you know, close to 2,000 vehicles coming through and uh, providing food, uh, just drive up, we load you up, and get you on your way. And uh, we've been thankful that we've been able to do that. Uh, you know, and to get that food, we have to have a lot of great corporate partners, too. You know, a lot of great uh, food donors are out there. Uh, so that's, we were very thankful for those relationships we have. And, uh, you know, now that, uh, you know, the pandemic, we hope, is, is starting to wrap up. You know, we hope to get to some normalcy. But that need's not going to go away. We still got to we still got to feed our hungry neighbors that are out there. I mean, we want to take care of everyone, and it's you know when someone doesn't have something to eat, it makes life extra more challenging. And you know those kids don't have a good breakfast before they go to school. You know, you know studies prove that you know it affects their schoolwork, and we definitely want to be there to support um, everyone from you know two to a hundred. You know, whatever we can do for those that are in. Uh, have that uh, need for additional food to help them. We don't want anyone to have to make a decision, you know, do I pay the electric bill or buy that prescription or do I buy food? You know, we want to they need to be able to do both, and we're here to, to help them make sure that they can uh, have a sustainable um, food supply um, and 
until they're back on their feet or as long as they need. And we are talking with Todd Ruber, the uh, branch manager at the Northern Illinois Food Bank. So, Todd, you mentioned about needing assistance. What if I need help? Do I contact you or do I go to Northern Illinois Food Bank direct or what? Well, the easiest way would be, um, you know, we have, uh, you can log on to solvehungertoday.org or do a search for Northern Illinois Food Bank. And our website will provide links to, um, you know, food pantries in your area or uh, pop-ups that are going on, you know, in your community. And we even have a SNAP hotline available that uh, one could call to, uh, you know, if they're looking for additional SNAP benefits. So there's plenty of, um, um, you know, options out there for everyone. It, it, it doesn't necessarily have to come directly from us. You know, we, like I said, we work with over, uh, you know, we have 900 partners in the communities we serve. And, uh, you know, the food could come someone, you know, from northern Winnebago County. We have... Um, uh, great partnerships with people up in Rockton and, you know, all, all around us. We have uh, uh, pantries that are, are, are there to help serve those individuals. So you can, you can reach through to us or if you can search for, do a search for food pantries online, that would get you uh, into contact with someone that can provide you food. But, you know, if someone wants to give us a call, we'll, we'll get you in the right direction. Excellent. Now, if I wanted to volunteer my time packing up these boxes to distribute or to bring food to you, you know, non-perishable food items, same place, go to the websites? Yes, but uh, since we've, um, you know, uh, uh, we're talking about Rockford here, so I can, you know, we're located at 765 Research Parkway. Uh, if you got a donation you want to drop off, swing by. We're here uh, Monday through Friday and then Saturday morning can drop off, um, Food donations or someone would say monetary donation, we'll take that as well. But if you want to volunteer, you know, the, the best option is we have, uh, you know, on our website, there's a section you can click on the link to uh, for volunteering, and that will give you all the options we have available in our community. Uh, if you can't, if you live closer to uh, Gurney, you can volunteer at our location in Park City or our location in Joliet or Geneva. Uh, we all, you know, we all take volunteers and we all could use that help, but you know, we definitely those in the Winnebago area. We'd love to have you come by, stop by, and volunteer with us. So, you know, check out our website, solvehungertoday.org. Click on the volunteer link, and you can get signed up and uh, registered for a shift in the upcoming week. That sounds great because I know a lot of the high schools, you know, require like service hours, and uh, this is a great way to put in some great quality time at the same time doing something good too. Yes, uh, and uh, we, we're fortunate. We've uh, in the past years we've had some schools that uh, that we've had great relationships with. Uh, uh, Rockford Public Schools is one of them, mm-hmm. and, and the pandemic hit, and then it kind of, you know, took that away from us. We right. are fortunate, and I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Hananiga. They've uh, recently joined back up with us, and they have students that come in uh, once a week and help support us and uh, do some volunteer work. So any other schools out there there to listen, or if you are a, uh, a teacher leader at a local school, please, you know, get a hold of us. We'd love to have you come join us. And it can be, it doesn't have to be a school. It can be a corporate group, um, church group. You know, we'll take uh, anyone who wants to volunteer. Which is awesome. I know Hunger Action Month is September, but really, this is something you have to work on 24-7, 365. Todd, thank you so much for your time and giving us an insight on uh, how to help out and how we can be a part of Northern Illinois Food Bank. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Steve. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. 
It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. My husband, Alex Hussey, was hit by an IED in Afghanistan. I was playing man in foot patrol and I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. And he suffered a severe traumatic brain injury. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. There are so many mountains to climb, and we do it together. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. Seeing Alex learning how to snow ski, that's life-changing. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Alex did it. He skied down this mountain. That's something he won't forget. With the right support, there are no limits. To see him on that slope and smiling like that, we'll be taking this home. This has meant so much. Thank you, DAV. Alex Hussey, thank you for your service. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hear that? That's the sound of our future. And getting back to what we love as more and more people get their COVID-19 vaccine. At the American Lung Association, we have science-based public health information you can trust to make a decision about the COVID-19 vaccination for yourself. Visit lung.org or call 1-800-LUNG-USA for more information. Over 60 and retired? Making ends meet, especially at the supermarket, is tough. BenefitsCheckup.org is a free website that helps you pay for food, medicine, even utilities. Visit BenefitsCheckup.org. This weekend, the state line continues. I'm Steve Summers, joined by Karen Carlson, the executive director for Gigi's Playhouse Rockford. They have a great event coming up on October 3rd we want to tell you about. Good morning, Karen. How are you? I am doing well, Steve. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Getting excited about Down with the 815, a first inaugural event for Gigi's Playhouse. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I do. We're really excited about it. So Down with the 815 is a food truck festival. Who doesn't like food trucks? I mean, come on. True. <laughs> Good stuff, right? It's, yeah. going, it's like 
going to the fair in a in miniature, you know. So it's 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 awesome. But we're having this event on Sunday, October third, down at City Market Pavilion, which is a great venue, from one to five p.m. And it's a it's a family friendly fun outing, and and really kind of you know and, and as opposed to some fundraisers that like our our gala where it's a little bit more of an investment to attend this is very family friendly and very accessible for families so it's only ten dollars a ticket for adults and five dollars for children and we'll have great food and beverages entertainment silent auction our, our food frenzy game and um also our, our dessert walk which is, you know, kind of like fun fairs when you're in grade school. Think cakewalk, only more competitive with adults. So <laughs> should be a lot of fun. You had me at dessert walk. You had me at dessert. Right. Uh, very affordable. And we've got a lot of great local bakeries kicking in dessert, so it should be should be pretty tasty. And the uh, Rockford City Market Pavilion, it, of course, City Market will be completed, done, if you missed out on that. It's just kind of like a mini version of that at the same time. It's a great fundraiser, and as you said, very affordable. Right, and it, you know we're we're really excited about it because we thought it would be a, a great idea to pull people together while the weather is still good in early October because we we were looking for a new fundraising event for the Playhouse because like so many nonprofits we've really been challenged from a fundraising standpoint for you know the last eighteen months during COVID and you know our our largest fundraiser of the year our gala. Uh, was canceled, had to be canceled for the second year in a row due to COVID. So we think that this is a great alternative to keep funds flowing into the Playhouse because that's that's something that is of utmost importance to us because, as you know, as you know, all of our services are always 100% free for the lifetime of our participants with Down syndrome. So because we never want cost to be a barrier to our families. So the majority of our money comes from either our fundraisers or sponsorships and grants. Actually, all of our money comes from from those things. So it's, it's really important for us to be able to have uh, successful fundraisers. And we're really hoping that our community comes through and like they always do and support us again on Sunday the 3rd. All right, so in addition to the food trucks, you have some other, like, silent auction items and stuff. Can you tell us some of the food trucks that are going to be there? Well, we've, we've got about six food trucks coming down, and um, they're just, you know... Okay, I can't wait. I have to be surprised. That's the best part about it. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. We really do. Any other time, now I'm embarrassed because any other time I could say the name of the food trucks, but you threw me for a loop with a technical question. Jeez. I, I can't get too technical. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question that I know comes from your heart. Uh, Gigi's Playhouse Rockford needs the funds for the programs. Um the programs are 24-7, 365. This is to make sure that individuals with Down syndrome have a great quality of life. Right. It, it is. And, you know, programs traditionally have, have not been uh, really available for individuals with Down syndrome until the Playhouse came, it, came along and made these programs accessible for individuals with Down syndrome throughout our community and now throughout the United States because we have like 54 playhouses from coast to coast. So, but the, the whole concept behind it is is to provide free lifetime services that meet individuals where they need to be met. 
our, all of our programs are um, educational and with a with a career minded emphasis as participants get older and and uh, they're therapeutic based and they're just great programs and all of them are free for the lifetime of our participants so it's a honestly something that that our families say is a godsend to them because there are so many other expenses involved when you have a child with down syndrome and and this is just one way that we make life a little bit easier for those families by having programs year-round that are at no cost to the families and so that the individuals with Down syndrome can work and make purposeful progressions toward becoming their best of all. And that's why this fundraiser is so important. Again, Sunday, October 3rd, uh, 1 to 5, Rockford City Market Pavilion, down with the 815. Come hungry. Come to uh, have a wonderful meal and uh, you know do some camaraderie. Enjoy the sunshine. Beautiful scenery down along the Rock River as well. Will there be beverages? Yep. Yes, there will be beverages, alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic beverages for the little ones. But uh, um, lots, lots going on, lots of uh, fun to be had. And, and we're really encouraging people so that they can log on and participate easily through their mobile device while they're there. Um, we're encouraging people to buy tickets in advance. Really easy to sign up for $10 at ggsplayhouse.org slash Rockford slash down dash with dash the dash 815. I know that's confusing, but the tech people said there had to be dashes between all the words of down with the 815. So um, if you just go to the website, pretty easy to register, and and then you're all set when you show up. Just show us your phone with the tickets on it, and you're good to go. All right, downtown Rockford, City Market, coming up on October 3rd. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate uh, the time this afternoon, this morning, and over the weekend, and for all you do for Gigi's Playhouse. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line. Or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.